We come here to discover what is real. And the deeper we inquire within, the more we realize that everything is impermanent in this world of experience. It's fleeting, it changes. It has no true identity. Even the people we meet have no true identity. At one moment they're friendly, at another moment they're angry, at one moment they're here, at another they're gone. Different personalities appear and disappear, moods, attitudes, understandings. None of it is permanent. It's just a fleeting appearance. So all of you, all of us as appearances, as egos, as bodily beings, are completely unreal. And yet our lives revolve around this non-existent concern with an unreal being. an unreal being in an unreal world because the world is in constant change. Nothing in this world is dependable. Not the climate, not the ground under our feet, not the air, not the solar vibrations we receive from the sun the water supply. There is no guarantee that our existence will continue even for one more minute. Or even that this planet will continue to exist. None. So what is real? What do you build your life on? What do you depend on? Who are you? Because although this world that you perceive is unreal, including your body and including your own mind, most of all, because the mind is changing even more rapidly than the body. But who is the perceiver of the mind? Who is the ultimate knower? That knower is changeless. The knower of your life has been an unchanging presence throughout your life. If that were not the case, you would not consider it your life. So who is the you? It cannot be the personality that has changed nor the body that is made up of completely different matter and cells than when it was born. And your mind has completely changed. You have totally different ideas than you once had. So the ultimate knower cannot be the mind or the body. In fact, the ultimate knower 
does not have an I. The ultimate knower that you are is completely impersonal. And because you are impersonal in the state of self-realization, you have no problems. There are no emotions in the real self, no fears, no desires. All of those are located in the unreal ego. Once that has been transcended, there is peace and presence and freedom and complete indifference to what happens in the unreal world but an indifference that is not a lack of concern there is love for that which appears because that which appears in this unreal world is real as the reflection of the one who sees. So at the level of experience, there is a multiplicity of unreal egos. That's the imaginary. And then at the level of impurience, there is a symbolic understanding that there is unity in the multiplicity. And that allows a higher organizing principle of all of this multiplicity to begin to put the Dharma into effect, the law of synchronicity and synergy. But that ultimately is the law of love. But where does the love come from? Those egos don't have it. The mind doesn't even have it. It must come from the ultimate knower that is the impersonal self. The impersonal pure consciousness that is the container of this entire universe and is beyond space and time and all the illusions of personality or individuality. And when we can center ourselves beyond the individual ego self or even the symbolic knower that thinks it understands and in the impersonal awareness all problems vanish all anxieties evaporate and there is only the power of supreme love and truth that permeates all the levels of reality and unreality And it is only the immutable, impersonal, absolute that is yourself, that is real, and that can have any real effect upon the phenomenal plane. The phenomenal plane cannot be improved from within the illusion. Peace cannot be brought to this world from within the peaceless ego. But when the Absolute is realized as the Self, 
peace happens. Peace emanates, peace permeates, peace is transmitted to the entire universe that dwells as the dream within the absolute. And it is this liberation that has always been the goal of every path. This is the one truth that cannot be explained in words and must be realized through the silencing of the ego mind. This is the only freedom and the only salvation the only liberation and the only God-realization. So give yourself the gift of dropping the agitated mental activity and realize that you are already the absolute, here and now, and always. There is nothing to seek, nothing to find, but only to realize what you are. When this realization attained through the silencing of the mind becomes established as your true nature, then no matter what the apparent body is doing in the apparent world, the immovable presence of the Absolute will be all that really is, and that will never change. This is what Ramana called sahaja-stiti. And this state alone is beyond suffering. This is the Buddha mind. This is the state of grace, and we are all entitled to live in that grace. hope that our musicians tonight sing in that state of grace, that our kitchen staff cooks in that state of grace, that our retreat organizers and facilitators and our sevadaris all dwell in that state of grace. And in this state in which there is only one self with many bodies, many forms, many appearances and disappearances. The world itself is saved from its suffering.
this is the creation of a true spiritual community and a true ashram. Absolute allow this to be created here and now.